Mescalero. As you probably know by now, you're listening to a podcast. You get a chance for some of the unique stories out there um, to be heard and, if anything, inspire our community. gentlemen to another episode of riding on the wall podcast uh happy new year this is our first podcast of 2021 so in the room right now is just me and remote access i'm remote accessing with uh blue shendo how you doing blue hey how you doing i'm doing pretty good so we have to do this remote access because we're trying to uh stay safe from all this covid mess you're in you're in Las Cruces right now, right, Blue? Yeah. Or are you at a secret yeah, location? Um, but no, I'm just playing. <laughs> My top of a mountain. <laughs> um, but well, yeah, it's it's. I don't know how we're gonna do, like with all the episodes, because some of the some of the people that we have on, they're <sighs> real skittish about meeting in person, which is understandable, and we also have like. Some people who, who, as long as we're sanitary, keep our distance, and can put an episode together that way, I'm sure people would like to meet. But um, going into 2021, COVID's still still a high threat, so I guess we just you know gotta make do with remote remote access and being far apart like like this. I, I personally don't like it. Oh yeah, it's kind of lagging a little bit, huh? Um, the... not for me. It's, it's all right. Oh no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's always better in person, but I guess we just gotta make do with what we have right now. Staying cautious. It's been a crazy year. It. I mean, the, how's your how's your twenty twenty one going so far? Um, it's going all right, and been looking forward to putting the podcast back together, getting some some guests. I know there's a lot of people that have been trying to come on with this and asking like where we've been and. Um, there's some people that we had to put on the back burner, but you know, we did, there's just stuff that we had to figure out, like, like how we're going to do all these episodes while we're dealing with lockdown. And hopefully there's no, not going to be any more lockdown, but you know, like we're saying, COVID's still a big threat. So, um, I hope we're able to do some more episodes like this. So have you got the vaccine? Are you going, are you, are you going to get it? I haven't got it. I'm trying to um there i was trying to call the hospital down in mescalero but i couldn't get to anybody so i'll keep trying i think there's other places yeah. to get it are you are you got yeah, it yeah well no i haven't got it yet um i put my name down on the list though so i'm still waiting i was i was totally against it remember when all this first started going on i thought it was all uh conspiracy to control everybody <laughs> And I still, yeah. I still kind of think, you know, there's still part of me that still kind of thinks that, but you know, it's, it's, it's real because we've seen it real, you know, matter of fact, um, just want to send a lot of love and condolences to a bunch of people in the tribe who've, who've lost loved ones. So, you know, it's, it was pretty sad seeing all of that. Yeah. It's, I mean, part of me wants to believe or entertain that thought that you're talking about, like, 
you know, maybe it was, this is all started by the government and this is a way to be suppressed or to be controlled, but then you can't, you can't argue that people are dying, you know, from being sick. Yep. So I've been, I've been being extra cautious, man. I, I just go to work and go home and go walking. That's pretty much my life right now. (laughs) Yeah. And if I visit anybody, I, I, I wear a mask. So. I mean, yeah. thank God I, I I haven't got COVID. I've been I've been pretty lucky to uh, all my tests. I take tests. I've lost count of how many tests I've taken, but they all came back negative. Thank God. You've had quite a few people around you um, catch COVID too, right? But you've still been testing negative every week. I huh? actually had to yeah, I actually had to quarantine twice. Um, the tracing f- called me two times, so. Somebody, somebody who had it was in contact with me, and then a couple of my family members had it. But um, thank God they're all okay, and uh, thank God I never caught it. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah. It is kind of a scary thing that the government can tell you, you know, you have to do this and you have to do that, and you know, there's a, there's a lot of control. But uh, it is for, I think for the most part, it's all in good. Like I would just say with good intention. Yeah. But I feel a little I feel a little threatened at times when I'm told I can't leave my house, you know. But yeah. For the, for the most part, I'd rather just do whatever it takes to make everyone else feel comfortable around me. Definitely. Do you think we'll ever get back to a normal? Like how a, a 2018, 2019 normal? Uh part of me likes to be optimistic about it and say yes. But yeah. it's kind of hard to say. I mean, look at, well, when the flu hit, just, what was it? What were the year, What was the year on that? Like the 1920s? That big flu that came that was kind of like... Spanish flu? The, the Spanish, Spanish flu, yeah. 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 It, was about, that, it was 100 years ago. Did that kind of, did that change the way we were living? I'm sure it did. I guess, but, I guess so. Um, I don't know. I wasn't alive back then. No, I was kidding. Yeah, right. But, but but you uh, you don't hear too much about that really changing. I'm sure there's readings on it somewhere, but I'm not really sure, like what's going to be normal after this. Honestly, yeah. yep. But what's the thing that, that you miss the most? Just being able to just go into restaurants and sit down and just gather. You know, that's probably the hardest thing that a lot of people have been suffering from. There's a lot of people that depend on social. Uh, interaction that I think that yeah. are suffering right now. Yep. I don't know if you're one of those people, but I'm too busy with school going on. I'm in my last semester, so I'm not really concerned yeah. too much about gathering, but I don't think there will even be a graduation ceremony. Yeah, that kind of sucks. I, I miss uh, weddings the most. I've actually done a couple weddings since this happened, but mm-hmm. I had like springtime and summertime is when I do the wed so so many weddings and um it's it's some it's one of my favorite things to do because I get to make like uh uh a couple's night like the best night one of the best nights they ever had I get to be a part of it and I I make make a lot of money too DJing weddings and I didn't I didn't have none of that this past year so that's one of the main things I miss and definitely my karaoke and comedy. I miss those nights. Those are my funnest work nights. Dang. And going to going going to concerts and all your going work got to, hit. 
yeah going doing doing stuff like that but i i still believe that um there's a bigger plan because i've been making the best of it and it's actually uh i've been having i mean i've been having a lot of alone time doing soul searching and just getting in more in shape uh still trying to lose weight i remember a year ago we talked about how, how my main goals was was to lose some more weight and i definitely done that this year so and I don't know if I I would have lost this much if 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 I was just going to my regular r- routine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Are you comfortable sharing how much weight you lost? Uh since last since last year when we first talked about it. Uh huh. I think I'm down like fifty to sixty pounds. <laughs> oh no way. Probably. Are you serious? No, I'm probably yeah about fifty. Yeah. Dang. Um, that's yeah. that's really good. So I'm still trying. Um, I still got some more to go, though. What's most important right now for you losing weight? Is it diet or exercise? It's um, it's more. It, when I first started, it was all about dieting. I would say it was ninety percent dieting. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I would say it's probably about sixty, seventy percent diet, and the rest is exercising. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. You lost that much weight. That's a lot of weight. Yeah, I know how to do it now. I just gotta stick to it. Yeah, but I'm gonna. I'll get there. What's the hardest part? But I get, staying committed, or oh, no. uh, yeah, it, it's it's gotten a lot easier. Um, the hardest part now is probably just wishing it was all over with. I know I still got probably like another good year to go. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, damn. Or, Maybe till August, but probably like if I'm being realistic, probably a whole year from now. Yeah, you're. So I'm just like, damn, I wish it was here already, you know? I don't even know how to relate to you because like I haven't ever done anything. I preach a lot of long term discipline, and that's like mm-hmm. probably one of the most important things to me is being able to find something and stick to it for a long amount of time without getting sidetracked or quitting. But I've yeah. never had to endure like diet like that like you you do because that affects your comfort every day you know you can't just go snack you can't hang out with everybody when they're when they're having like a a birthday or a dinner you can't just eat what you want that that i don't know that's probably has to be really hard on you well actually now that being by myself i mean being because of coronavirus that's one of the things that's made it easier since i'm not around nobody i I stick i just stick to it you know yeah I don't, I don't have that temptation so much no more. Going back to your question, on, um, if we're going to go back to the new normal, if we do go back to the new normal, is that going to mess with your diet a lot? Are you nervous about that? A little bit. to be. If I'm being completely honest, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. um, it, it, will, it, it will take away, too, from exercising. Because now I wake up every morning. The first thing I do is two miles. I'll, I'll, I'll jog, walk two miles, and then the rest of the day I'll do another two. And I definitely didn't do that when I was doing my uh, DJing because everything was at night, you know. So I wasn't waking up that early. Yeah, but that's one. Of, that's one of the good things I'm doing now. Is first thing in the morning waking. And then on the weekends I'll do the whole walking path. So yeah, a little. But I think I'll get through it. I'll figure out a way. That's pretty good. Your your discipline is on point because it takes how long to do the whole walking path? Uh, like two hours. <laughs> so whenever you can, you're just gonna go on the the path for two. That's that's good, man. 
How many times a week do you, did you say you do the whole thing? Two. Like, Saturdays and Sundays, I'll do the whole thing. And then the rest of the week, I'll I'll, I'll take a break from, from walking, like, maybe Mondays or Fridays. Yeah. But the rest of the week, I'll, I'll just um, do two miles at my house at the first thing in the morning, then another two miles, like, at work. Damn. Just from walking around. When I check my phone, uh, every, most of the days will say four miles. Mm-hmm. And then on Saturdays and Sundays, it'll say seven miles. So I'm suddenly intrigued now or more about you, <laughs> you losing all that weight. That's a lot of weight to lose. But I can see yeah. now I can see like where the results are coming from. But um, yeah. well, good job, man. Damn, that's that sounds you. like you're, you're really working, working hard and paying yeah. attention and being mindful about what's going on with your your exercise. I've, I've been trying my best too to increase like my fitness goals and stuff and trying to stay more dedicated to putting more time into the gym and not getting lazy because I've been lifting weights for a long time so it's hard to stay motivated every year you know yeah but I don't have that much of a struggle like you do because you're putting in a lot of work 24-7 watching your diet and you're putting in two hours on Saturday and Sunday you're definitely training a lot harder than I am so what to when you do weights what's your what's your routine like um how do you get your arms that big i just kind of like break it break it up um i think arms come naturally if you're training the other body parts so like what what does it take how many sets how many sets of band how many sets they gotta do and how many days of the week um i I read something a long time ago that made more sense to me Uh this guy was writing a a story about people who try to hit the gym for long amounts of time and he was a big believer that you only needed 45 minutes in the gym but my routines are a day yeah a day Uh yeah my routines are longer than that but just to give you an idea of you know um i'm a believer in that too that you don't need to be putting in two hours every day i think the body's going to respond if you can train it just right but Uh Um, I just break it down into sections like on one day I'll do chest and tries and the next back and buys and then the next day do shoulders and the next day arm day I mean leg day there's no arm day really because I don't have that much time in the week for arm day where I'm just doing like one day specifically for arms but I'll try to mix I'll try to mix in a little bit of arms with my other my other workouts but so are you are you doing something something like every day seven days a week or do you take any days off no i take a lot of days off actually because you know i have the kiddos and i'm in school and there's always something you know i can't always be in the gym it's you know at at this age and with all the things that's going on it's it's almost impossible and plus Uh to find a gym that can be open 24 hours for you all the time and it's difficult to even find a place to allow you to do that but um if i can make four days a week then that's minimum but i would like to always do um six days a week if i could yeah and that would that would include an arm day if i could go in there six days a week to but, somebody out there that, that might be listening that's never even stepped foot in a gym before but they want to get in shape what, what would you what would your best advice be to them i to start? Well, well, I always try to encourage people to go, and the the first thing I say is, you know, anyone can do it. 
and secondly just it's just consistency it's all it takes you just can't stop going you know once you stop then you have to start all over and i think that's where people get discouraged yeah but consistency is key consistency is everything i don't have a great diet and you know i do all right i get a lot of people that come and ask me for tips and i've even made workout plans for people but uh-huh. it's just that people don't stick to it. it it doesn't come right away too it's it takes you know a couple years to actually look like you know you're you're a weightlifter especially yeah. if you haven't started before yeah how many years do you think it took you to get to where you're at well i wasn't working out that how great. long i wasn't working out that great in the beginning but so i only count like my army years so yeah i think like three years of lifting like right is what did it for me and just staying consistent those three years no yeah staying consistent i learned a little bit about protein and amino acids and pre-workout it's not that crazy there's not a big science to it and then Mm -hmm. just finding like the right routine for me and it worked yeah it's not crazy but the biggest thing is getting in there every day that's the hardest part yeah that's awesome yeah so for anyone so, who just start out all i can say is just once you start just don't ever stop yeah for sure so 2021 what would you write on the wall for 2021 if, uh people gonna gonna look 100 years from now um, what, 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 what something you would say I would say, I don't know. That's I always think about that because you asked a question on the, yeah. for the podcast quite a bit. Yeah, and, well, I don't know. I think that should be one of our segments. Each each time we have, we we definitely got to ask a guest that each time they come on. Well, I kind of get like nervous like about the, it because that's like the mission of this. I guess writing on the wall, we got to put up song. I get nervous about it because I'm like, who am I to give out <laughs> advice on from now? Just some random guy with an idea to make a podcast, and I'm giving. Out I would advice. say that's too much pressure. I would say to me, I would say uh, 2021 is just in 2020, which is a big shift. A lot of things are going on right now in the world, and we're shifting into something new something different yeah and it could be for the good it's just what you make of it is did you make it good or some did you make it bad and it's up to the person out there but i would say 2021 2020 and 2021 was just a huge shift that's what it feels like to me just so much has changed so much craziness has gone on yeah it's definitely interesting we're you know a part of a part of history Mm-hmm. A lot of people that look back into those history books might be asking, "I wonder what it was like for for people that went through the COVID nineteen outbreak and all that stuff." But um, it's really not that bad, I think, if you just have a good attitude. Maybe that's what I'd say. Um, yeah. Always have a good attitude. Yeah, because you know, if you have a good attitude, you can get through pretty much anything, like you did with your. You know, for your exercising, maintaining a yeah. good perspective, and you turn it into something positive. Yeah. 
Because if it does go back to normal, I don't know if I'll have time to do this again. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I, I think to if you would say that all this will be over, how long would you give it? Do you think? Do you think oh. it would, like some people? I'm hearing some people saying, "Oh, it's, it'll be back to normal by the summertime. Every, every, we'll, everything will be back to normal." Some people are saying, "I'm hearing that," but I don't know. What would you say? On that kind of scale, I would maybe I wouldn't say by this summer, but maybe by next year this time. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I'm thinking because. about because I'm thinking like a whole another. Yeah, this summer is still gonna be how it is now. Yeah, it seems like too soon that we got the vaccine. Like, um, I'm gonna be optimistic and say like the vaccine's gonna work first time around, but. Um, kind of just not sure that we're gonna get it just right the first time if if that makes sense yeah, yeah. yep so you know i'm kind of thinking to just give it a little bit of time and see how things start to wrinkle out but uh, i think in reality maybe about a year if i had to just take like a like a guess you know yeah i remember when it first started uh a lot of people were saying that on the in People on YouTube that I follow, like spiritual people, they're saying they're predicting that this is going to last two years. Yeah. Um, when I was when I first, oh, go ahead. Whenever I was watching YouTube or listening to a podcast, there was a scientist saying that we weren't even going to have a vaccine this soon. So, whoever that scientist was, he was wrong because um, yeah. the vaccine came out. I think a little bit quicker than he predicted. Um, I don't want to throw names and get it wrong, but. Um, he didn't think we'd have a vaccine this quick, so. Uh huh. Yeah, it's crazy. But you're gonna get so, it, though, right? Yeah, when they when they call me to go, mm-hmm. if it's meant, that's a, so. I'm just waiting. Um, I guess they're going by age. Yeah, I think so. They're going by, like, they have like a little priority list. Yeah, and I'm still 24 years old, so I gotta wait longer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're telling me. <laughs> no, what, but uh, yeah, I'm still waiting. What um, so what what do you have going on with with work? Are you comfortable talking about your what's going on with the with the radio? Um, the, yeah, I, I could talk a little bit about that. Well, now IMG Radio was on K by. And uh, it's a new deal, and it's it's going good. It's it's exciting, but it's good. It's a good thing for the tribe. And once again, to any listeners that might be listening out there, I'd love to have you on if you want to talk about a business or something. We had a uh, Javen So I don't know if anybody heard that, but he was on there for about four minutes. But I mean, I would love to get him on this podcast to talk about his business and just people like that if they're doing something good that we can shed light on in uh, Mescalero. That's what it's for. That plat- that platform, and definitely this platform, where we can go into deeper detail. Yeah, we were just throwing together just kind of like a quick episode first, I guess, to try out this new um, way of, of podcasting where we're not in the same room, and also I guess you know give that 2021 opener just to let people know that you know we're back. We just had to take some time off for COVID and all the other restrictions, and just trying to be safe and stuff. But, um, you know, that we are backed up on guests and there are some people that want to come on and that, you know, we didn't, we didn't forget about those people. We just, like I said, got to put things on hold. So 
um, we'll pick it back up and I hope that we can have a good year like we did last year because I think the podcast did pretty good last year it seems yeah. to have gotten a lot of traction yeah it did we we had a lot of listeners I was surprised remember when we first started we thought we were gonna get like 30 listeners <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did, I, I don't know how many downloads did we get all together like I haven't even looked at the data but I know it was more than 5,000 oh yeah it's more what? than 7,000 oh wow yeah so that's pretty, pretty good for but um, the thing that's kind of creepy too is like, I'll look, I'll get a notification on my phone that says "Writing on the Wall" has seven new followers, and then we haven't even put out any episodes in how many months? Like three or four months. It, the, our last one was Ardina, and by the way, congratulations to her. She she got in there. Oh, she did Ardina. a great job. Yeah, she got a lot of votes. Yeah, and when we interviewed Danny. And he got in there too, so that's awesome. And uh, yeah, he, yeah, they did, they did great. Um, hopefully, we can we can interview uh, the rest of the tribal council if they want to be on here. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be. Um, we yeah. gotta get comf- comfortable with giving them microphones, and it's real plug and play though. It's super easy. I think we'll have a lot of success doing this if I, you know, we can just give them a microphone and send that link that you sent to me. So for anyone interested in what we're doing, um, Chris just sent me a link. I clicked on it, and it brought me right into his recording realm. I didn't even have to navigate anywhere or type anything in. I just literally clicked on a link, and I was there. And that's yeah. that's where technology brought us in 2021. So um, talking about like what you'd say in 100 years to someone that's listening to us 100 years from now, um, technology has definitely been something to get everyone <laughs> through these hard times. <laughs> A hundred years from now, they're going to be like, oh, we just teleport now. We ain't going to do it. And they're like, those Neanderthals were watching Netflix for their entire <laughs> their entire quarantine. Yeah. Um, but, I bet Netflix went through the roof with all this COVID stuff. Yeah. You got to um, put some in stocks into that. I know, right? You're always a step behind. I got a, no, I got a couple of them in Netflix. That's one oh, really? of my big makers on stash right now (laughs) you invest yeah you got to do it if if anybody listening out there invest it's uh you you won't regret it it's better than 401k i think dang well it takes some classes for me no it's it's easy the way they do it now all you gotta do is download that stash app Mm -hmm. and it's like if you know how to work a phone you'll know how to work that it's simple dang that's cool I, I was talking with an older person. Uh, he's about almost 60 years old. And he's real into he, the stock market, investing and all that. And he was explaining to me how he does it. And he was showing me all his documents, his paperwork. And I was listening. And I was like, and he, he's all, yeah, I got to call my stockbroker. And they let me know this and that. Da, da, da. And I was like, man, I can do all this just from my app. I was like, you don't need to do all that. It's so simple nowadays. He's like, yeah, but whenever uh, the stock market goes down, I my stockbroker calls me and gives me advice. And then I was just like, oh, well, Stash, it just gives you a notification. You know, you hear a ping and then you get on there and then you, you switch it up if you want to switch up your, your uh, investments. <laughs> so yeah, that's cool. It, yeah, it's super easy nowadays, you know, you get to, to invest. So, so it's not... All you gotta do is just um, put a little bit of money into it and take a risk. I'm gonna download that app and think I'm the Wolf of Wall Street now. Watch. You you heard about um all the kids who made a lot of money off the GameStop, right? 
No, tell me what's the details on that. Well, GameStop went up a lot. I don't know the full details, but I just know that they they manipulated the system somehow, and a bunch of people made a lot of money, and a bunch of people lost a lot of money. It's a gamble, so, you know. So investing is it's a gamble. Oh, so, yeah, but it was a big it was a big story in the headlines this past couple of weeks. Yeah, I saw that story floating around, and I didn't really read into it. But yeah, I'm super excited to get the the podcast going again. Um, Sucks that we were gone for so long, but um, remember this time last year, we were, like you were saying, super nervous, wondering if we could just get 20 to 30 listeners, we'd be happy. Yeah. And then now we're, like I said, we're up there in in the thousands, so on downloads. But we'll see how it goes remember um our first you know who was our first guest gabe yeah it was I th- ishmael or gabe yeah and one of them i think we might have recorded them and and then we didn't put them out until like two separate times but i don't know who who was first didn't gabe say something like um he's like get at me again and put me back on <laughs> a year and from like, now i think he said it's six months in six months, it's so been a year. Like, oh, he's gonna. He has. He has a lot to talk about. Now. <laughs> yeah. I don't think. I don't think he thought it would have got that crazy. You know. Yeah. He's we didn't imagine being the president during this. That's <laughs> just your luck. It'd be a tough job, but I think if you know Gabe made it through this year, he can make it through any year now. You know. <laughs> yeah, he still has a head of hair. Yeah, he's. The, I think he's done a good job, and it's been a. It's 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 it made him stronger. It's it's uh, really tested his strength, and I think he's pulled through. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want that job this this past oh, around <laughs> through a pandemic. Yeah. Our tribe's still going strong though, Mescalero strong, and it's awesome to be that we're apart. I mean, to, I guess to say to somebody a uh, hundred years from now, even if our tribe still exists, that it was an awesome time to be alive and to be a tribal member. There you go. That's, that's a good attitude. Yeah. We didn't have it no other way. Yeah. But well, people, uh, I guess this is a good time to say that we're back. Um, yeah. And, excited i'm excited that you asked me to come on tonight and but if there's anyone out there listening who's got some ideas just send them our way it's a new year so we're and op- open to anything and we'd love to have you like blue said earlier it's simple we'll, we could let you borrow mike probably um we'll just let him borrow mike plug it in and we'll send you the link and you can get on or we could figure out a way it's and you don't have to be shy because it's all remote access now, so there's no excuses. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want to name drop the people that we still got to go back and ask to be on again. But um, you know, it's easy enough to where we can at least wipe the microphone down with Clorox wipes. Make sure we send um, a sanitary device over and or deliver it. We don't even have to be yeah. in contact with you at all if you're concerned about you know safety and and those types of you know maintaining that distance or anything like that it's extremely easy so if anybody has a wild hair and wants to come on or if you want to promote any type of guest just send us a message it's too easy 
Yeah. So, you got any last shout out you want to give? Um, or oh, well, I was gonna ask you something about you went hunting, right? Yeah, I went hunting. How was it? Did, what did you get? Um, well, I only had a cow elk tag and I had a deer tag for archery, yeah. but I'm not a good bow hunter by any means. I just love doing it, uh-huh. and I don't have any friends that do it, so. I kind of just go by myself a lot, but I had a blast. Um, anyone out there who's considering getting into archery, it's very, very addicting. It's extremely fun. Um, it's just another it, way to be out in the woods. So, Is it hard? Well, the hunt that I had, it's pretty hard. Um, it, it was a January hunt for deer. Uh-huh. And I'm just, I'm not, I'm not experienced at all. I just go out there and I, I try. Was it in Mescalero or was it? No, it was on public land, um, Unit 34 for New Mexico. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's a lot of fun. Sometimes it's snowing on you and you're walking around with a bow and it's uh, kind of like more primitive. But yeah. I really I really enjoy doing that, even if it's just me um, getting somewhere and it's still dark and I unload my bow and get my pack ready and head out into the into the sticks, you know, before the sun's even up. Even just that alone is extremely fun for some reason. Um, it sometimes it sucks, but then those become like your best memories. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I had a blast. Oh, and then while I was while I was hunting, um, I hiked this big old mountain, and I found I found a nice set and a single antler for elk. Uh huh. They're from the last season, so I didn't come out too empty-handed. Nice. But yeah, I missed some days too because that cowl hunt got postponed on the reservation. Yeah. And it bled over into my my bow hunt. But yeah, I don't claim to be a good bow hunter by any means, but it's extremely fun, so I just keep doing it. That was my I think that was my third or second time bow hunting for deer. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. I missed the whole thing, man. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, at all, but it's all good next year. With my cowl hunt, I took it was me and my son Logan and my yeah. two daughters. We went by ourselves, and that was crazy because Araya's three and Aurora's two. So me and my eleven-year-old son Logan, we you know we had our hands full trying to get out there, and had, we shot. Literally, like the last like ten minutes of daylight on the last day of the hunt. Wow! Yeah, it was crazy. It was a wild night. The kids just sat in the truck, and thank God they're being good. You know, being patient while I gutted and loaded up the the elk and everything. But they got to go out there and see it. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, they got to see it all from beginning to end. They saw the the cow elk, you know, get shot and get gutted and thrown in the truck and then they i processed the meat myself so they saw the meat you know go from the field to the dinner table like literally does that bother you at all uh because some people i know they can't even watch all that they don't really want to eat it after they do all that yeah there's uh it doesn't bother me because my when my kids see it they take more like they're happier to eat meat because they saw where it came from and how much work it took. Yeah. 
so they're more excited about it and they're more appreciative and uh-huh. the kids really enjoy that aspect and it's it brings them in a little bit closer to their food because it's not like you know you you go to mcdonald's and you get a burger you're very disassociated with that meal because it just got handed to you through a window you know you just gave someone some money yeah but you know like to the people who can't watch it i would say like just because you're not watching the violent act you know happen doesn't mean it didn't happen to your burger that you just ordered you know from burger king or whatever yeah yeah so i would just put it in those terms because those animals get treated way worse than the animals that we hunt definitely yep but i just know some people that um one time i went to a barbecue and uh they butchered a goat Mm -hmm. and a lot of the guests that were there were all grossed out to even eat it because they saw the whole thing they're like (laughs) yeah but uh yeah, no, to say because you know you you have no clue what the other animals go through that you eat just because you don't see it, you know. Right. Yeah. So I wish people would investigate a little bit more, but I mean, it's yep. nothing against them. I'm not offended by that. Yeah, I like it. I, I mean, I love elk meat. I love I love deer meat, all game. I'd say, and the portion of eating it probably just comes from the cook. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone with good enough skills can make anything taste delicious, you know? Yep. Within within reason, of course. Yep. Um I guess one last thing. What would you say where you draw the line to uh, from being cautious about COVID to being too paranoid about it? Um I guess I'm just speaking like from my own personal thoughts and opinions, but I would say that I think we're going a little overboard in my personal opinion, making people like forcing everyone to wear masks and forcing people to like strong arming people. I don't like that. Uh-huh. I would more be in favor of people taking it into their own hands and what they're more comfortable with. Yeah. But that's because I have a close, a little bit more closed off perspective I don't have to go around like older, too many older people and I'm safe within my own means. You know, I can trust myself to be safe. I'm not going out to parties or, you know, like I know the limits. So like, I don't personally, I don't like being forced to be cautious. Yeah. Like, you know, if you don't do this, you can be reported on or maybe even go to jail. Uh, But I understand it, you know, I understand all the extra rules and why we, why we go so far. And, and I'm definitely in favor of the rules. I follow the rules. I'm not a rule breaker. If my mask is required, I'll wear it everywhere I go. And if it makes people feel comfortable, I'll wear it. You know, I don't mind following rules at all, but I just don't like the idea of being forced to do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a crazy time. And it's hard to say. I I, I definitely uh, wear a mask and um, encourage everybody to wear a mask if they're going to be in gatherings. Uh, it, yeah, it sucks that it's forced. It's kind of forced like that, but I it's just like it has to be because it you, you, it affects everybody around you. You know, it's like yeah. 
it, it, it got so scary. It felt like people were just playing Russian roulette here, on the especially on the res. You go in a crowd and you might get it. And you might, like a young person could get it. And they um, it's not so bad on them, but then they spread it to an older person. And that older person or somebody could die. And that's what's been happening. So that that's what's gotten so scary. When I, when I started seeing that, I was like, wow, this is real. We got to be super careful about it. Yeah, it was like like playing Russian roulette, you know, it's a it's a hard, hard thing. And it kind of gets me mad when I see people, um, they're like selfish part, you know, like like partying and not even caring at all and just doing just living their life like it's golden, living their life with Corona. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Anyone can catch it. I mean, that thing is so sneaky. So and I'm not a doctor, like I don't know what's effective and what's not so i'm not being a good citizen by not doing any research on it you know i'm just listening and putting on my mask and washing my hands like i'm being told Uh so i mean i don't have too much uh room to even argue honestly because i haven't done too much research on my own like if the masks are extremely because i've heard the masks aren't even proven to be that effective but i don't see why it would hurt to why it hurts to wear one at the same time yeah Uh, just like I said, the only thing that I don't like is being forced, but yeah. I guess I can see why. It's because there's a lot of other people, like you said, that ruin it for everyone else. And you can't trust everyone to follow the rules. Yeah. It's kind of a dangerous thing, I guess, to where the government has that much power over you, you know, saying like, you know, you have to stay home or go to jail. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like those thoughts are conflicting, but for the most part, um, like I said, I like to follow the rules. I'm just that kind of person. And I want everyone to be as hell. You know, if it might help, then I don't see why not do it. I think it I think it helps. Um, just just especially because, I mean, knock on wood, thank God I haven't caught it. And that's because I always wear my mask when I go around people. Yeah. That's just speaking for myself. But um, my, I'm, very, I, I'm very careful, though, on my own time yeah yeah but it can still come out of nowhere you know like that thing is so sneaky yep yeah. for sure and so my advice to everybody out there is just keep wearing your mask keep social distancing and wash your hand and uh yeah be safe <laughs> yeah for sure i think like i'm back and forth like one day i'm like why do i have to wear this it feels it feels dumb and then the next day i see people that are being like they're like neglecting the rules and i'm like what what makes you so like special that you don't have to wear your mask you should wear it you know like i'm real back and forth on it the whole mask situation causes a lot of arguments i think a lot of people to get hostile towards each other over that subject yeah but it doesn't bother me really um like i said i guess if it if it's thought to you know help and save lives and you know, I'll do it. I just, I'm not that, like, that patriotic where I'm, like, trying to stand against the government and be all crazy about it. But at the same time, I get annoyed. Yeah, it sucks right now, but something we got to do, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess. It's a, touchy, wrap- it's a touchy subject because it, it, me talking about it makes me want to go off and start talking about politics. But Yeah, I um, know. The more I <laughs> talked about it, I started to realize that too 
Uh, I don't want to go off on politics because politics just is what screwed up everything in 2020. <laughs> well, that's what it like. To recant what I was saying before, I guess I'm not sure on where I stand on what's too far and what's not. Yeah, me, yeah, me too. But I mean, that would just be my advice: is to wear your mask, social distance, and wash your hands and stay safe. Yeah, for sure. That's pretty much it. Well, for us, it affects us a little bit differently because if it hits anybody in the community, that's 100% muscular Apache people getting hurt. Yeah. You know, so it's not just affecting random people. We're killing off a bloodline with this, you know? Yeah. yeah. So for us, it might be even just a tad more more sensitive because it, if we're all mixed up in a population where culture wasn't a big deal and your bloodline wasn't a big deal we're just all mixed i don't know if we would have as strong feelings as we do towards it as muscular apache people yeah we know everybody we know everyone's cousins brothers we're friends with pretty much everyone in the tribe's friends and somehow related or something you know so if one person gets sick and passes away it really affects the community i think in a little bit more devastating way than in a lot of other places because because of the way we're put together. Yeah. Yep. I I feel you. And uh, I don't want to talk about all the deaths we had because I don't want to make I just don't want to make this a sad podcast. You know, we're trying to always be positive, but right sure. that part has been tough. Like, but um, just condolences to all the families who lost lo- loved ones and. Much love to you guys, and just God bless all of you. Yeah. Yep, I don't, I don't have any more to add to that, man. Yeah, for sure. But um, I'm excited to keep doing this, and hopefully we get some good guests, and uh, for the next next show. Yep, absolutely. Let's bring so, it back. So once again, anybody that wants to be a guest, hit us up, DM us, and it'll be pretty simple. But I think that's that's it for now, right? Yeah, that's ten it. Fun, ten fun questions of Las Cruces. You want to ask? No, just <laughs> no. I don't want to answer those questions. All right. Well, once again, Blue Shendo and Chris Frizzell, right on a wall podcast. Much love to everybody out there. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you. Mescalero. As you probably know by now, you're listening to a podcast. You get a chance for some of the unique stories out there um, to be heard and, if anything, inspire our community.